Hello, everyone. Welcome to Live Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan. This is your host, Sirisha Kuchumanchi. I'm an entrepreneur, a tech executive, and a podcast host. We have moved the show to Thursdays at 2 o'clock, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. I have two guests who will be joining me in a few minutes to talk about women in STEM and the power of mentoring. So my name is Risha Kuchimanchi. I host a podcast, Women, Career and Life, where I share stories and advice for women to achieve their career and life goals. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform on Google, Spotify, and it's a top 30% Spotify podcast. I am also an entrepreneur and have a global platform for South Asian women to achieve their career and financial empowerment. It's called Sahita. And you can find it by going to and joining the community. It's a free community. It's called Sahita, S-A-H-I-T-A dot circle, C-I-R-C-L-E dot S. So thank you for being here on this Thursday. I have Suman and Ayman Rahman, two young women who are studying at University of Texas at Dallas in biomedical engineering. They're sisters, they're actually twins, and they are going to talk about the power of mentoring and how it has really impacted their college experience and what they're learning. We are also opening up the phone line, so you can always call in to ask questions at 214-817-3333. When you call in, you will go live on air. So, Suman and Eman, I'm so excited to have you here. We connected a few years ago when I was mentoring, when they reached out to me for mentoring at the UT Dallas. We'll talk about that program as well. Why don't you share what your experience has been like at college and introduce each of yourselves as well so they can tell. Yeah, I can go first. So my name is Suman. I am a junior in biomedical engineering right now, and I'm really interested in sensors and I'm focused more on the electrics side of things. So, yeah. Hi guys, I'm Ayman and I'm also a junior in biomedical engineering at UTD. I've really been enjoying my time in college so far. It's been really great to be in an engineering major. Um, it's a little challenging at times, but I think with the support of mentors and friends, it's been a really meaningful experience. So what has been the most challenging part of school? Like, why do you think, because the topic is women in STEM, what is it that, have you found anything that's different? Like when you talk to others in who are going through the same path, either here in school or who are working in other schools, like your friends? I think the most difficult thing for me was just in general, like getting adjusted to college from high school. Also, like I started college during COVID. So like my first two years of college were all virtual and I really had to adapt in my junior year to like really learn how to study in person. And so I think finding my own studying style is like what really helped me become more efficient with my time and get better grades in an easier way. So, you both yeah. study together? Yeah. You do? Yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> do you have similar styles? Um, I think our styles are a little bit more different. I'm more rushed studier and a procrastinator, <laughs> sadly. But I think st having a study buddy really helps keep you on track compared to, I think you could put stuff off a lot more without a study buddy. That's probably true of a lot of things. When you're talking about the topic of mentoring, actually it is all about buddying up mm -hmm. in different roles. And when you're talking about, so why don't you tell me something about what you learned from your mentoring? Why did you even, how did you even think to look for a mentor? Because that's not something that strikes you when you go in, because you're going from high school to college. What got you involved? 
I can go first. Actually, so in my freshman year, sorry guys, in my freshman year, I joined Women Mentoring Women in Engineering at UT Dallas. It's abbreviated WMWE because it's a little long. And in that club, we actually learn from mentors from industry, people like Sarisha, who have expertise in electrical engineering or biomedical engineering, and we get to learn what their job is all about. And I think as a freshman, you don't realize, hey, I'm actually going into the real world after this. Like, wow. So I think that's really meaningful because you have no idea what a day in the life looks like for an engineer. So that's how I got to join WMWE. Like, I'm in this biomedical engineering major. What does my future look like? So that's the story about why I joined WMWE. And then over the years, I became an officer for WMWE. And now I help coordinate mentoring teams and recruit mentors from different fields like CS and electrical engineering, biomedical engineering, et cetera. So that's how I got into mentorship. And I think even besides the engineering industry, everyone can really be a mentor to you as long as they have something different to offer that you don't already know. So even your friends can be mentors too. Yeah, even you guys can be mentors, right? You could be mentoring your friends, you could be mentoring someone in high school, and you could be mentoring senior people. I think that's the thing. More and more as technology is advanced, like even people who have lots of years of experience and they're trying to say navigate social media, business analytics, and I'm giving you the obvious ones, but you could have a different perspective on how technology is looking at a lot of startup ideas. We were talking about entrepreneurship just a few minutes ago. There's all these ideas that are growing and each one has access and information differently. What's been your experience with mentoring? Um, When I first joined WMWE, like I said, like I started college in COVID, it was freshman year. And being stuck at home, I was like looking for ways to get more involved. I didn't really know what WMWE was like exactly about. I was like, oh, it's like mentorship. I was like unclear because sometimes mentorship can be mentorship between students. It can also be between like a professional and a student. So there's like lots of different things. And so I just went into it not like really having a clear idea of what it was about. And then I like attended the kickoff meeting. I was like, oh, this actually seems like something that could be really useful to me. And so that's how I delved into it. And I started to take a leadership role in it just because I wanted to be more involved, just because I thought it's something that could like really benefit other students as well. And I wanted to help spread that opportunity around campus. Yeah, so I have to say one thing. This program at UT Dallas is incredibly organized. First of all, they kept, I mean, someone kept reaching out and I'll give you the visual for those of you listening. So the first meeting I went to, and I think this was just one of the first ones post-COVID, they had this huge room. I'm going to say there were probably maybe 15, 20 tables with five, six tables, five to six people at each, where they had two, three mentors and two, three students that they had matched and that you could meet and get to know. And then they, over the whole six months to nine months that they organized this, they have so many events, fun events. They had training. People come and do talks, like tech talks. And I'm sure they're constantly changing the program. And looking at, I got mentored. My first mentoring experience was in graduate school. So I had the, so actually I realized maybe many of you were not hearing me properly. I hope the audio improved suddenly. Just one second. So for those of you tuning in, maybe we've had audio glitches as we try and figure it out. I, if, if you haven't been hearing us clearly, apologies for this, because as we try and figure out the things from today, We just moved the show to Thursdays at 2 o'clock. So we are trying to get and figure out all the logistics of it. So I have Ayman and Suman Rahman. This is Life Beats with Sarisha. We've just moved the show to Thursdays at 2 o'clock. And 
just now I've not had two guests before. So I think just the mics have got a little mixed up. So as we figure that out, so Ayman and Suman are UTD undergraduates studying biomedical engineering. We are here talking about women in STEM and the power of STEM mentoring. For those of you who want to call in and ask questions, the number is 214-817-3333. What we have been talking about is both of them talking about their transition, especially during COVID. Transitioning into school has been quite challenging, but they have been able to leverage and lean into the mentoring experience to figure that out. They were just talking about how they study together and having a study buddy has been really important to them. For those of you tuning in, this is Risha. I am a podcast host. I host the podcast Women, Career and Life. You can find it on any podcast platform. And founder, founder of Sahita, which is a global community for South Asian women for career and financial empowerment. You can join the community. It's free by looking up Sahita, S-A-H-I-T-A dot circle dot S. So Suman and Eamon, as we were talking about mentoring and this, you were talking about WMWE, which is an organization. For someone who doesn't know how to find mentors, where do they go look for it? And how can organizations set up a mentoring system? For people who don't know where to find a mentor, I think if you're a UCD, please join WMWE. But if not, you can always go on LinkedIn. So a lot of the way that we've gotten new mentors for our program, WMWE, is literally just by finding a bunch of people in the field that we need those mentors in and just messaging them and being like, hey, are you interested in this program? And if you're not, do you know somebody who would be interested or would be available? And we've gotten so many mentors that way. And also we've had like mentors in the past who are no longer mentoring with us. Somebody who mentored with us before was Sarisha. And she's also been really helpful in giving us her network and reaching out within wherever she worked at that time to help us get more mentors from that company as well. So I think the thing is like, you can just start with one connection and it can go like a long way. Yeah. Yeah, anyone has questions, you can call in at 214-817-3333 if you have questions about here. I know the audio was probably not very audible in the beginning, but you should be able to hear us much more clearly now. So you were talking about WMWE itself, but what has mentoring helped you? I know you are just going to do your first internships this summer. So why don't you tell us about that and how you ended up landing those? Yeah, so actually through WMWE, I was sponsored to go to the SWE conference, which is Society of Women Engineers. And that's how I landed my first internship. So I was actually at the career fair. I was talking to the people at the Boston Scientific booth. I had no idea who I was talking to. There was just a bunch of people and Boston Scientific t-shirts. I was intimidated. So I waited in a line and it took forever, actually. And then finally, I got to the front of the line and I explained like my resume, some personal projects I was working on. And I think having the personal projects is actually what helped me stand out from other people in that line because that very same night i received a text from that person who i talked to and she ended up being the hiring manager for hardware development for cardiac devices at boston scientific and she texted me that very same night i missed her text she called me the next morning and she gave me the offer without even interviewing me and so through WMWE and also talking to my mentors, I learned like how to present myself at that conference to be able to land that internship. And I think that was really helpful. And when you say personal projects, what do you mean by personal projects? Is it the school projects you do during class or is it something outside of it? So it's actually what we were discussing earlier. So I'm working on a startup called Pinpoint AED. And 
the whole goal of this project is basically to locate AEDs or automated external defibrillators. And those are basically the devices that you use to shock someone when they have a cardiac arrest. So we wanted to create some sort of tracker-based system that helps you locate those quickly in the case of sudden cardiac arrest. That's the idea I pitched to her. And I think she was hooked on it also because she came from that cardiac devices background. So yeah. So if there's anyone listening who's in the medical field, who, you know, is an expert on IoT or who is investing in entrepreneurial ideas, this is something you can reach out to. They will both give their LinkedIn info because I think the idea that she's working on is pretty cool. It's something that's neat. It saves lives. It has a huge impact and for community as well. So you were talking about personal projects and I think that's very important to highlight. So they got at the SWEET conference. Actually, I was at the same SWEET conference, though I didn't meet you both there. I went there from my company at that point, Texas Instruments, and I went for recruiting as well as for speaking. And for those of you who are in college or who might be even working or you're in school or wherever, or maybe you're trying to find an opportunity, find community around you, especially as you're trying to transition, go and find. So two things from everything that they're saying, see if you can, the more people you talk to, the more networks you build, you will build a community, you'll find mentors and mentors don't have to be people with officially being called mentors. Any conversation you're having can spark that idea and you learn something from it or learn something not to do. That's also as important as learning what to do. And when they're talking about personal projects, these will give you opportunities. And I think you talked about also leadership positions. And when you run for leadership positions in the organization, it becomes, it gives you much bigger access because going to the SWE conference, I don't know how it's structured for you, but I know in a lot of organizations, they can't support everyone. So, you know, they rotate amongst the people. So if you get the opportunity to go to a national conference or engage with people from other organizations, it gives you a wider thing. When organizations and companies are recruiting, and I can tell you from the recruiting side, a lot of resumes have similar things because everyone's studying the same thing in the hardcore subject. So what you're looking for is how are they doing? How proactive they are? What is their personality? How do they work in teams? Are they, are they independent thinkers? And you're looking at what else they're doing in school to go and figure out where else do they stand out. And I think you correctly said, where does the differentiation happen? So it really helps figure that out now. And for you, how was your internship process? So for my internship process, I actually talked to the same hiring manager that I'm in did. And I told her about my background. And since we have a like really similar background, like with us being twins and like doing a lot of things together, I think it helped her like understand like who I am easier because she like already saw it one time before. And she helped me get an interview with a different team because her team was currently full. And so I did the interview with them. I wasn't like really sure if I did well or not. I was like unsure. I was like, did I really do my best in that interview? But then I got an email from them like a week or two later and they were like, oh, the hiring manager wants to talk to you now. So I got on a call with the hiring manager and then he like told me a little bit more about the position. And he was like, I actually set up this meeting with you because I wanted to offer you the job. So it was a pretty smooth process. And I have to say, I don't think I would have been in the position that I am and gotten that internship without having friends in WMWE. I can say that, like, I think that they're my mentors, too, because I never knew about this week conference before that. And so they helped me figure out what it was. And not only that, like we all went to this week conference together. So we were like morally supporting each other and we were just there for each other. And so I think. In that sense, like it doesn't always have to be someone who's older than you, 
who's your mentor. It can just be somebody who knows something that you don't know or has more experience. And in some ways, you're talking about networking. I think your sister got the last job on that group. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because they are filling, right? And it's good that you, they obviously see where you're coming from, UTD and all of that. They can see your initiative. You're obviously very active members. I think you both do an amazing, fantastic job of watching successful young women really paving the path for yourselves and for others. So kudos to you. I think that's really good someone for to look up as role models as you continue to pave the path for others as well. And for those of you, if you have calls, you want to find out about mentoring or women in STEM, you can always call us at 214-817-3333 and we can continue the conversation. So you both went to school in the Dallas area, in Allen, right? In Plano, in Plano, Plano East, yeah. Okay, Plano East. So when, since we're talking about women in STEM, obviously there's a pipeline that gets you to college. So how did you see how many, what was the ratio to boys and girls in school when they were studying STEM? Like in high school? In high school, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I actually wasn't even sure I wanted to do an engineering major. And our class, or like our school didn't have so many engineering focused classes. So I'm not really able to say, but in college, like in biomedical engineering, classes that are specifically only for biomedical engineering or Beeman, we like to call it, they're actually more balanced compared to other engineering fields I've heard. Like for mechanical engineering, I think there's a lower ratio of girls to boys. But when you go to some of those general engineering classes, like linear algebra or differential equations, you can see there's like really a ton of boys and barely any girls. So I think in that sense, it could be discouraging when you're in those classes. But I think in biomedical engineering, it's a really balanced field. And that's something I actually really appreciate about it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think she summed it up pretty well. Yeah, so the thing is, my first mentoring experience, I think we were just discussing it briefly. So when I came here for graduate school, it was a NASA scientist. That's what I thought was the coolest. She was working on the Hubble telescope. So for me, the questions to her were more about managing life outside because I was going to graduate with an advanced degree, have a start a family not too far in the future. So I was trying to figure out and she had young kids. So those were the questions I was asking her. And then since then, I, it was a program called MentorNet, Great Minds in STEM, and I mentored through that. But since then, I've had mentors at work, some official, some unofficial. And even for those who are working, if you're tuned in and you're listening to Radio Caravan on 104.1 FM, you need mentors at work. We are just talking here about women in STEM, whether you're male, female, whatever you identify as, wherever you may be, workplace, business, entrepreneurship, you're pivoting, you need people to be helping you, to be supporting others as well. That's the only way we it's, it's, makes it smoother and easier to move forward because you will learn from your own mistakes, but from others' mistakes so that you can get there quicker. So I've had mentors who have helped me evaluate opportunities, mentors who have helped me to navigate spaces, to provide connections, to talk to other people. Usually always, this is how I've had the meetings. I always, if you work in a corporate structure or whichever structure, or, and like you said, LinkedIn, you're reaching out. First, you want to make the connection. It's about give and take. You're not going there opportunistically to network with people, but you're trying to give back as well. But if you are setting up a meeting, make sure you ask them how you can help them because there's always things you can provide. Maybe you have experience in something that they don't know. Maybe you have a solution or they just want to understand the decisions they're making, how it might be impacting your organization. So always ask people how you can help them. And also, and if possible, if you think the conversation's gone really well, ask them who else you can talk to, because that really provides you the segue to go and find more avenues for growth. 
So where do you see, we have a couple more minutes. The phone lines are open. You can call at 214-817-3333. I want, well, so where do you see yourselves? You, what, juniors, you're going to be graduating pretty soon. So where do you think your next steps are? This internship should be fabulous. You said it's in Minnesota in the summer. Best time of the year to go. It's going to be beautiful. So where, what do you want to be doing next? So I'm actually pre-med also, <laughs> plot twist, but I think I want to take a gap year to focus on developing a startup actually. It's not only to stand out for medical school or anything like that, but that's just something I'm passionate about, having ownership of your own ideas and actually taking those to fruition. I think that's so important and that's really what I want to work on. And I do think also the power of mentorship relates back to that because Sarisha said, as like an undergraduate student, you don't have all the information. And even as a professional, you don't have all the expertise. So reaching out to other people and learning more about like the business side of a startup or the technical side of a startup, how to get your idea to be backed by different people, how to make your idea valid. I think those are really important things. And that's what I want to be working on for the next year. Yeah, that's fantastic that you're thinking about it. I know there's some answers you already know and some things you're trying to figure out. So wishing the best. If people, in the end, you will give your contact information. So if anyone wants to reach out just for mentoring or just to connect with both of Ayman and Suman, but also have ideas on you know helping her wet her project and others, this is a place of community, right? Radio Caravan is about building community, connecting with each other and helping each other out. If you think there is something you can work with them, Definitely reach out through the airways or offline as well. Suman, what are you thinking of doing next? I also want to work on a startup and go to medical school. I think it's really important for me to take some time away from school to like really develop my own like sense of thinking and what I want to do with my life. Just because it's easy going from one school system to another to not really think about what it is that you really hope to achieve. So yeah. During that time off, like I really want to spend some time doing volunteering and like giving back to the community. Okay, so you're thinking more like a gap year rather than a, than going to the workforce or some mix of those two things. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You're right about going from undergrad to grad school and stuff. I, I did that in the first two, then I took a break. I was a stay-at-home mom before I went back to my PhD, so I totally understand that my thinking and the way I approached the problem and the urgency to finish was different had I not stayed, not quit the job versus staying in school continuously. We have about a minute and a half. You are tuned into Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan. This is our new time slot on Thursdays at 2 p.m. We are going to have guests on the show. I wanted to thank Suman and Eamon. Why don't you share your contact information as we get close to wrapping up? LinkedIn only or number? <laughs> Whatever you want. So my number is 214-701-4175, but I think for longer emails and stuff like that, you can email me at 20aimanr at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys and getting some feedback. I can share my contact now. So you guys can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can just search up Suman Rahman, so that's S-U-M-A-N-R-A-H-M-A-N, which is my last name. And I should just be the person that says biomedical engineering at UT Dallas in their bio. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you both. This has been really good. If you're tuning in, I was just saying there's the community Sahita for you to join. You can find it on Circle. Also, both of them, their LinkedIn profile is amazing. You've got to look at the banner on top. I think you made the best use of it. Thank you for being here.